Hey Pearl Jam nerds, my name is John James from England and uh, you're listening to the Single Podcast Theory with Brad Blazek this week and I just want to say a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you all. Hopefully it's a better one next year and enjoy the show. And, and then they saw me in a bra and that was exactly. it. What's up, Pearl Jam nerds? You are listening to Single Podcast Theory. I am Brad Blazek. Normally, my co-host, Brad Lyons, would be here speaking with with all of you and me, but he is stuck in the North Pole helping Santa and his elves get ready for Christmas. So it's just going to be me today. A little bit different solo episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you don't, you can just turn it off right now. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so if you saw the title of the show, this is going to be all about Christmas songs by Pearl Jam. Um, I am a big Christmas guy. I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of the year. I love Christmas music. Um, So yeah, I'm one of those people. I'm one of those weirdos. But, you know, it's Christmas. I love it. Some some years, you know, when I was a kid, I loved it. Like, it was the greatest thing ever. And then as I got older, uh, I kind of, like, would be like, eh, it doesn't feel like Christmas this year. And sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. This year is kind of depressing because my daughter moved out a few months ago. So... It's uh, it's just weird not having her around in general, and now especially at Christmas time. She's, she, you know, she's, uh, she loves Christmas. Everyone loves Christmas. Who doesn't love Christmas? Um, but so it's just weird not having her around. And uh, anyway, but I kind of, I kind of got the Christmas season spirit going on. Um, I miss the snow. I grew up, I grew up up north, and now I'm in Tennessee, and it, it rarely snows here. And if it does, it's usually like in January, February. It doesn't really... I don't know the last time Tennessee has had a white Christmas. Maybe never. I don't know. Any any local meteorologists out there? Clark Wayne, you, can you, can you uh, weigh in? Has there ever been a white Christmas in Tennessee? Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but let me talk about... Let's see. What, what can I talk about? It's weird not having lions to bounce off of this um the show single podcast theory um we put (laughs) i'm just gonna explain what happened because we i think it's been four weeks since we put out an episode um we recorded an episode (laughs) two weeks ago some of you might have heard it uh a lot of you kind of a lot of people wrote in like hey man what happened to the episode i was listening and then it was gone um we screwed up (laughs) we recorded uh, a couple weeks ago, we recorded an episode, and we decided, hey, let's let's listen to Riot Act. You know, we've been doing these kind of listen-throughs to each episode, uh, each album, and I thought, oh, this that'll be cool. Let's do Riot Act, and um, we did it. We recorded it. Great time. Great, greatest episode ever, um, as uh, as all of them are. And then somebody messaged me that morning and said you know you guys did riot act like two months ago (laughs) and we we just totally forgot and blanked out and so we were super embarrassed and felt dumb and we just took the episode down um so but we uh i don't know we might put it back up at some point just maybe as like a bonus thing or might we might do like um Maybe we'll record the first half, like the emails and just us talking, like this section of the episode, and then tag that on to the then tag the Riot Act part part two 
on to the end of it. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with that episode, but we, we have it. And I just want to apologize that we didn't get something out in the meantime. We did record with Kate and Jesse over at the Porch Podcast last week. Um, and if you haven't heard that episode, go check it out. Go listen to the Porch it's on the porch podcast feed, but it's it was us too. We were we were in there too. Um, it was a really fun episode. We played trivia. We all came up with some nerdy Pearl Jam trivia questions for each other and uh, went around the room asking each other Pearl Jam trivia questions. So that was pretty fun. Um, and I won't spoil it, but one of us did horribly bad. A Pearl Jam podcast host um, did really bad. Did not get very many right. The the other three did really good. They they killed this person. So <laughs> um, if you can't tell, it was me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what else? What else is going on in in Pearl Jam podcast land? Um, oh, t-shirts. I think, fingers crossed, I think I have finally come up with a solution to these t-shirts. And just believe me, it has been kind of a nightmare (laughs) trying to get these shirts launched and all of that. But as we speak, I have a um, approval pending for a a web, uh, what do they call this? What is it? Uh, Storefront of a storefront on a on a website called T Public T E E P U B L I C T public.com um, if you go on tpublic.com and search for single podcast theory again it's still pending approval but I've already been in touch with them and they're supposed to like approve it tonight so it'll be show up the storefront will show up on Monday morning um so maybe by the time you're hearing this, um, this is Sunday the 20, 20th that I'm recording this. So hopefully it, this is up in the next day or two. When you're listening to this, the T Public website will be up. And what we've done, at this point I made it real simple. I made two different designs. It's the same logo, but they're different colors. One is the classic black t-shirt with the red logo. Um, and the other one is then there's a, it's a, it's a white background with the black logo and T public has like 20 different colors you can choose from. So go on there, go crazy. If you want purple, get a purple shirt. You want green, get green. If you want the classic one, just get the red and black one, but you can go on and do all different kind of colors. And, um, that is the easiest way to get a t-shirt for the people that we owe shirts from Patreon. I will be in touch and I will get your sizes and your colors and all that fun stuff. And I think, dude, the shirts go up to like 5X, so I could even fit into one, which is amazing. Because normally, dudes like me, you can't get it. I can't. It's so hard for me to find shirts. So um, anyway, but that way you're ordering it through this website. We don't have to... You don't have to send us money. I don't have to deal with shipping to every single certain pe- certain person. Um, so hopefully this will just like streamline the whole thing, make it super easy for everybody involved. Um, so yeah, tpublic.com. And there's it's T-E-E public. Um, so I think that's everything. I'm not going to do emails. Um, I'm kind of making this, like I said, this is a little different episode. So I uh, like I said, let's talk about Christmas. Um, maybe I'll maybe I'll talk about Christmas memory. You want to hear a Christmas memory? Let's see. Uh, favorite Christmas, right? My my the best Christmas I ever had. I had some good ones. Uh, my we didn't have a lot of money growing up. My mom didn't have a lot of money, but she always made Christmas pretty special. Um, but the the greatest Christmas ever was the year I got. A Nintendo, the original 8-bit Super Mario Brothers style Nintendo. Um, Nintendo came out when I was in like fifth grade, and it was like the biggest thing. You know, it was the biggest thing ever. It was insane. Um, and I didn't get one for Christmas that year, and I was like, you know, not devastated, but because I knew that was like a huge present, expensive thing. You know, um, I think they were like 200 bucks. 
and maybe they're a hundred bucks, but this was 1985. So I didn't get one, but my, my best friend got one and, um, classic, you know, rich kid had, had every game within six months. He, I remember he had this giant plastic tote that had literally like 50 games, Nintendo games. So I'd go to his house and play. Um, but then what I'm getting at is the next year when the prices came down, she was able to get me one. My mom got me a Nintendo for Christmas. And I still, what is this, 30 years later? Um, I still remember that feeling, the smell of that box, like opening the, the Nintendo and like the the plasticky smell, the styrofoam, that <laughs> that whole thing. I loved it. And um, so, yeah, that was my best Christmas ever. And, you know, it's funny. I remember when I was a kid, uh, I don't know if everyone does this, but I remember like every single year I would say, oh, this is the best Christmas ever. You know, I'm playing with like Star Wars figures or whatever. Like, this is the best. Last year was great, but this is the best. I would say that every year. So, like I said, she made it. She did make it pretty, pretty special. We did the whole thing. Christmas lights. Uh, we go around town looking at, uh, you know, all the like rich people's houses with their giant Christmas light displays. And I lived in an area that got snow for like three months. So I'm like, you know, if you see like movies, um, classic Christmas movies in winter and, you know, there's snow everywhere. That was, that was our childhood growing up with like tons of snow every year. No, no, uh, no doubt there was going to be snow and I kind of miss it. I mean, um, being an adult, um, it probably sucks right now to drive around Chicago or New York. Hey, New Yorkers, I know you got Northeast people, not just New York, but I know a lot of people up there got, somebody said like 40 inches of snow in upstate New York. Like, that's insane. I don't know if that's right. Um, that could just be like some southern uh, tall tales, as they say. Um, but any, I do know they got, there was a big winter storm up there last week. So I hope you guys are, are doing okay. But man, 40 inches but yeah I mean I kind of that would be that would be annoying as an adult I'd have to deal with driving especially my job I drive around all day um that would be that would suck I would hate to be I would hate to do what I do delivering like refrigerators and stuff in the snow and ice Ooh, maybe I don't miss it <laughs> but the whole like I'm dreaming of a white Christmas that shit is real man like I hear that song now and I'm like yeah I get it. I get it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, all right, let's get to some Pearl Jam Christmas music. Um, I kind of thought that some of these songs, like I haven't even heard, I've heard all these songs, but I haven't heard them like a million times. Like there's no even flows or better mans in the Christmas genre by Pearl Jam. Um, <clears throat> and I thought, I wonder... I wonder if it would be something people would want to hear these songs, like people that haven't heard these songs. Again, like I said, probably a lot of us Pearl Jam like nerds. If you're listening to this show, you've probably heard all of these songs. But we get letters from from like newer fans and younger fans, and they might not know about these songs. Um, I think some of these, maybe all of them, were released. Um, on all the streaming sites. I know a bunch of these are on Apple Music. Um, but again, they're kind of like hidden. Like if you're scrolling through Apple, like if you're looking at Pearl Jam, like you see the albums and you see the live albums. You got to scroll down to the very bottom to get to the singles. And then you got to go through all those singles. And not all these, not all the singles are Christmas songs. So anyway, I just thought it'd be cool because I love Christmas and I love Christmas music, as I've said, that I could. Um, you know, play some of these Christmas songs that are Pearl Jam for people that maybe not heard them um, or only heard them here or there. So that's what I'm going to do today. Uh, I've picked out six songs and we're just going to start at the beginning with, um, it's called Let Me Sleep. This was a song when Pearl Jam uh, it first like came out. One of the things, you know, they've always been like pretty big with fan service and like the fan club. So every year they would put out a, a, a Christmas single that was, you know, 
some rare b-side or you know a lives track or you know just a weird song that they played in concert that they never played again um but this first one very first one was a christmas because most of these aren't christmas all the christmas singles weren't always christmas songs they just came out at christmas time through the fan club um and that's another reason people might not have heard these songs like not everyone's in the in the 10 club um, but anyway, I always thought this was a cool thing that they put out. They put out these like rare singles for like the super fans, the super Pearl Jam nerds. And the first one that came out was in December of 91. And the A side was a song called Let Me Sleep Christmas Time. And the B side was, it's, I don't even think the B side has a title, but like fans call it Ramblings. Like that's the title. It's not a song. It's just the guys all sitting around backstage uh, when they were touring with the Chili Peppers and they recorded themselves like saying Merry Christmas and stuff. Um, so that's a kind of a cool little thing. But Let Me Sleep, I heard this song, I, I don't know, I probably, because I don't think I was in the 10 Club early on, and even if I had been, I didn't have a record player in those days. So I'm, I probably heard this, um, it had to be on a bootleg, right? How else would I have heard this? Because they weren't playing this crap on the radio. Um, but Let Me Sleep, uh, this song, it's so like um, heartfelt, I guess. And if you listen to the lyrics, like the lyrics are really what got me. When Eddie sings, oh, when I was a kid, how magic it seemed, please let me sleep, it's Christmas time. You know, I'm like 16 or 17 at the time, and I'm hearing this song. And just instantly, like, it, this was one of the... I probably, I've talked about this before on the show, but, like, this band and these words, these lyrics that Eddie came up with were, like, I felt like he's talking to me. You know what I mean? Like, um, like I can't believe there's another human being that feels these same feelings that I do, and he puts them into these lyrics. So when I was a kid, how magic it seemed, please let me sleep, it's Christmas time. Like that really like hit me, like that really affected me. Cause I remember, I'm sure everyone, I probably sound like an idiot, like, oh, I'm the only one that felt this way, but I'm sure a lot of people felt this way, but I never heard other people really talk about it. That, that feeling of on Christmas Eve, when you're trying to sleep and you want to sleep, but you can't, like there's no way you can fall asleep, but you... You know, when you're real little, your parents tell you you have to go to sleep or Santa's not going to come. And then as you grow up a little bit, then it's like all about the presence. Like I have to get to sleep to get this the sleeping part over. And um, so that just that just always affected me that that song. And, and the other thing like about this song, I, I kind of going through all these songs like some of these songs are a little dark. <laughs> like, I mean, um, cold wind blows on the soles of my feet. Heaven knows nothing of me. Like, wh like, whoa. Like, I wonder if this is the same, like, character from Evenflow. Like, it's a homeless person talking about this stuff. Um, but I don't know. Um, uh, but yeah. I just, I love this song. It's a really cool song. And it was cool to hear, like, my band playing a Christmas song that's not a cover. It's an original song written by Mike and, and Eddie's lyrics. Um, again, that was cool to hear, like, oh, these guys are doing, like, an actual Christmas song that's not, in like, you know, they're not doing, like, rocking Around a Christmas Tree. They're doing, they came up with this song. So that kind of kind of uh, made me think, like, this is this is a really cool thing. So anyway, um, I'm going to play it right now. This is called Let Me Sleep, It's Christmas Time.
naked scene Oh, please let me sleep, it's Christmas time Flowered winds was where I knelt Thought you burned not those for your sins I'm so tired sleep isn't that great i love that song very magic indeed how magic it seemed that song sounds magic that's you know it's crazy now is like when i was like 18 or 19 it made me think of when i was a kid and how magic that was and now that i'm fucking an old man 45 like i hear this song and think of when i was 19 or 20 and think about how magic that time was so there you go. There's that, that's my like weird uh, mental existential crisis I have when I think about time and magic and Christmas. So thank you, Eddie and Mike. Anyway, all right, let's go to our next the next song. Uh, I'm gonna play a song called "Someday at Christmas." Now this is not an original like "Let Me Sleep." This is a song that uh, Stevie Wonder first recorded as a Christmas single. In 1966, um, and then a year later, it spawned like a full Christmas album, which is also called "Someday at Christmas" by Stevie Wonder. Um, man, this is a beautiful song. This is kind of like um, I don't know. I kind of see this as like a like a spiritual sister to the John Lennon song "Imagine," because again, talking about dark lyrics, like these lyrics are are talking about uh you know war and soldiers and um finding out what what life is really about someday at christmas um it's pretty 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 dark and deep um but it's a great song stevie wonder if you are not on a stevie wonder train turn this off get on your streaming music site apple or spotify or whatever you youtube music i don't know what's that youtube red what is that called um get get on some some stevie wonder the dude was a brilliant fucking he is a brilliant genius um sir duke um what what else i don't even know all his stuff but i mean the stuff that i do know the guy is amazing um What's another song I love by him? I think Sir Duke is... Sir, you know what I think? I think that, like, when I think of the first time I ever heard music, it was fucking Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. Like, I just remember those the, the sound of those horns and the intro to that song and that the hi-hats. I mean, come on, man. Um, I can't remember the, the name of the other song. It's a song that my son 
absolutely loves. And now I'm a terrible Stevie Wonder fan. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is go listen to Stevie Wonder. Uh, but yeah, Someday at Christmas, is, it's just a great song that Pearl Jam covered. Um, they kind of took the Jackson 5 version and turned turned this into theirs. It's funny because like, the Stevie Wonder version is, is kind of slow and real soulful and it's Stevie Wonder. Then Jackson 5 kind of kind of funk it up a little bit. That came out, I think, 1970? What I wrote down? 70, 1970. So four or five years later, Jackson 5 covered it, and it's a little bit more upbeat. And then, man, Pearl Jam. All I can say is Jeff fucking aim it on that bass. Like, listen to, turn this up and just concentrate on Jeff's insane bass work. Uh, the whole song is great. Um... This was also released as a Christmas single, 2004. Um, what was the B-side? I had this looked up. Let me scroll through here. Mm, Better Man performed with uh, Eddie and the Walmer High School Choir, Port Elizabeth, South Africa. Pretty cool version of Better Man. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the cover to this the single the the Pearl Jam uh, photo is a recreation of the Jackson 5 Christmas album Um, and if you've seen it it's like a present I think I and it's got like each one of their faces and they're all make they're kind of making like silly faces I think Stone is is pretty funny Um, and Ed has like so he looks like he's missing a tooth um But anyway, yeah, Someday at Christmas. Check it out. Did you listen? Was I right about Jeff? Um, All right. We're going to switch up to another song that's an original written by Eddie. Um, This is called Santa God. Kind of a weird. It doesn't doesn't roll off the tongue really good. Santa God. Um, This is another one. This is kind of like 
the, the similar to Let Me Sleep in talking about like when you were a kid and Santa was God. Um, you know, so this song, I, I, I don't know. This one's kind of weird. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, uh, it was released again. This is another Christmas single released in, uh, 2007. Um, let me play this a little bit because I always forget what this one sounds like exactly. Is that, yeah, that's it. I like this. Song. I do like this song. It's just, it's just kind of weird, kind of a weird song. Right? I don't know. You'll hear it here in a second. Eddie's kind of mumbly a little bit. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's got some uh, Jack, uh, not Jack, uh, Matt, Matt. I cannot talk. Mike. No, it is Matt. Oh, my God. I need a pause. I'm listening to, I'm listening to it as I'm talking. I know you guys can't hear it, but it's messing with my brain. Yeah, it's just kind of a, a weird song. Um, there's some classic Matt Cameron backup background. I don't know. Is it backup vocals? Background vocals. Um, that real high. He does that real high background voice. Um, but yeah, this reminds me of Let Me Sleep. He's, it's just another song about Christmas and remembering when, when Santa was God. Um, and uh, kind of yearning. Do you ever yearn? <laughs> uh, that's a Seinfeld quote for all you Seinfeld fans. Um, but like yearning to go back to a simpler time when it was like, you know, if you're good, you get toys. It's a simple principle. So when Santa was God. Um, and you know what? I'm going to give you a twofer here because there's not much to say about the next song. But the B-side to the 07 Christmas single is Jingle Bells, and apparently, there's not a lot of information on these songs out there, um, but apparently this is a all Mike McCready um, playing Jingle Bells, and he, like, um, programmed the drums. Um, it's kind of weird. It's Every once in a while I hear a song that doesn't sound like what the song is supposed to be. I don't know if that makes sense, but, like, I when I think of Jingle Bells, I think of, you know, um, of Jingle Bells, you know, the classic Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. So when I hear this, like a guitar trying to play that, it almost doesn't even sound like Jingle Bells. And like the rhythm and the drums are so obviously um, like a program and not like an actual, it's not Matt playing the drums. Um, but hey, it's Pearl Jam and it's Christmas. I listened to it a hundred times every Christmas season. So here we go. We're going to play Santa God first, and then we're going to go right into Mike McCready's Jingle Bells. So enjoy.
Jingle bells, jingle bells. Okay. Do you hear it? Do am I am I the crazy one? Do you hear jingle bells in there, or you know, does it sound like something else? Maybe I'm just used to, you know, um, I'm just used to hearing the actual jing the real jingle bells sung by you know little kids. Did you ever have? I had a. We had. Um, this is something that happened this this year with the records. Like I've been talking about collecting records. Um, I know I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but stay with me. I'll, I'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Christmas, uh, vinyls. I started buying vinyls this year and I'm loving it. And it hit me like two months ago. Like, oh my God, Christmas records. Like when I was a kid, we had all these Christmas records. That's another thing. Like the music. That's why I love the music. Like I just remember being a kid listening to Christmas music and it hit me like, holy shit! All these Christmas records we had when I was kid, well, when I was a kid, like the Carpenters' Christmas, Elvis, um, what else? We had the Motown. Holy shit! Motown Christmas—that's like the top of the mountain, the greatest. I had to, I had to have that. I was like, I don't care how much it costs, I have to have the old school Motown Christmas. Uh, Jackson Five singing "Santa Claus is Coming to Town," man, that's like the record kicks off with that. Um, but yeah, I had we had that. We had what else did we have? Carpenters? Did I say Carpenters Christmas? Um, so that kind of like just like I got hit by a lightning bolt a couple months ago, and I remembered like all these Christmas records we had. So I've been trying to trying to find them. Um, and it's not easy because, you know, this is all stuff my mom bought like in the 60s and 70s. So some of it's just, you know, not available. Or if it is, it's like I think the Carpenter's Christmas, the cheapest one I found was like 50 bucks. And I'm like, mm, yeah, maybe next Christmas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so where was I? <laughs> I remember I said, trust me, I'll get there. I don't even remember what I was talking about. Um, this next song is what is this don't believe in christmas this was a live recording um that they did at soundcheck at the, uh, before the show at the, the sh i wish i could talk i really do um this is a song that they recorded at soundcheck before a show at the show box on december 602 uh so this was a, a cover of a song by the sonics and the sonics were a like just garage rock 60s garage rock so if you could think of you know what that sounds like um that's what this song is don't believe in christmas real fun song real fun song very um faithful to the sonics version um so if you like that kind of music you're gonna love this recording of don't believe in christmas real fun song um there's not much to say about this one uh, so here we go. Check it out. Don't believe in Christmas. Well, mom and dad said be good, so I did what I should have hung my talking on a wall and didn't get a thing at all. Don't believe in Christmas. I don't believe in Christmas. I don't believe in Christmas because I didn't get Get a little kiss from a pretty little miss She slapped me down and said you just 
Wasn't that fun? Eddie didn't get shit last year, so now he hates Christmas. So we've come full circle. You're a kid and you love Christmas, um, and then you kind of grow up and you're thinking back about how much you loved Christmas and how magic it was. Um, and then you get older and you think about Santa when he was God, and then you didn't get shit, and now you don't believe in Christmas, so it's over. So we'll just. Should I just end on that? No. We got one more. Um, this is the 1990 um, Christmas single release. This is a, so a song written by Stone. It's called Strangest Tribe. It's not like a classic Christmas song, but it is. it does feel like Christmas, and it's more of the, like, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's not like class. It's not like it's not fucking jingle bells. All right, that's what I'm trying to say. It's not you know someday at Christmas. It's um, more like dark and wintry and biblical. Um, I think from what I've been reading, is that the strangest tribe is alluding to um, the what do you call it? The three wise men. Um, you know, follow the angled light. That's kind of like the Star of Bethlehem. The follow the ancient stripe. That's the Milky Way. So, like, um, it's kind of more like spiritual than like Santa Claus is coming to town kind of thing. Um, and Stone even said, I think this is in the liner notes of Lost Dogs. I don't. Know, I think this is the only Lost Dogs track. Um, but he writes about having been, been filled with the Christmas spirit when writing this song. So, um, you know, let's take uh, let's let's put Christ back into Christmas. All right. <laughs> let's put Christ back into Christmas. Just place him where he ought to be. All right. This is. The uh, strangest tribe.
Strangest Tribe. I like that song. I love. I like all these songs. It's Christmas music. It's Christmas time. You know, it's Pearl Jam doing doing Christmas songs. Like, what what could be better than that? It's like Pearl Jam at Wrigley Field. Like, duh. Like, what else? Of course, of course, my two favorite things ever somehow come together. That's my that's my Christmas wish to see Pearl Jam at Wrigley Field. My two, like my favorite thing in the world and my favorite place in the world. Um, So Pearl Jam doing Christmas songs is pretty amazing. Um, Bad Religion, anyone out there? We got some Bad Religion fans? Bad Religion, I love them. They put out a Christmas record like six years ago, um, but I didn't know until a few months ago. And it's fucking amazing. And it's like, um, I think those dudes are atheists or agnostics or whatever. Um, But... They do, they, they do, like, religious Christmas songs straight up. There's no joking. They're not, like, making fun of Christmas. They're not making fun of religious people. They're not making fun of these songs. They're just doing it 100% bad religion, singing those songs and uh, playing those songs, and it's awesome if you like bad religion. Um, what else? Uh, I'm trying to think of, like... Um, so, songs that aren't my fa- I'll just tell you my favorite Chris- you know this came up because on the episode I talked about with Je- uh, Jesse and Kate um, Jesse was surprised that I like Christmas music and she asked me my favorite Christmas songs and I s- immediately said it's a toss up between Elvis's version of Blue Christmas and then Stevie Wonder's uh, Someday at Christmas um, I love that Elvis Blue Christmas. That is like my favorite song. Um, Brenda Lee, I think is her name. She does Rockin' Around Christmas Tree. That's a pretty good one. I think there's a cover by oh, what's the dude from the Stray Cats? Uh, I know his name. You know his name. Um, he's got the big, big blonde wave of hair. He's kind of a short dude. Stray Cats. Big guitar. He plays that big giant guitar. Um... <laughs> You can you tell I'm not I'm not the professional musician on the show, um, but yeah, that's good. I I love it. I love all the Christmas music. I love the old um, Nat King Cole. Come on, dude. Those the way those dudes would sing. I mean, it's it's just I love I love Christmas music. <laughs> Have I said that yet? Um, I'm just kind of like I don't know what to say anymore because um, this is weird, but. Um, Anyway, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, I'm I'm sorry, and I thank you for listening to me ramble on about something, two things that I love. Um, what else do I have to say? Go check out tpublic.com. Search for single podcast theory. Uh, oh, oh, you know what I forgot to say? When I was talking about the T Public thing, the T-shirts, they have all kinds of merch that you can get our logos on. And I didn't know, I don't know, is it kind of weird or gross? I mean, if people want this stuff, it should be out there, right? But I feel like 
I don't know. I feel kind of weird, like asking people to buy stuff with our name. And we're not making like a ton of money on this, just so you know. Um, that's not why we're doing it. People like these shirts, and um, we give them away for Patreon. If you want to be a Patreon person, um, I guess I should have mentioned that because that that does really help us out a lot. Um, we really appreciate you, you patrons. Um, but anyway, what I'm getting at is they have like, I mean, they have t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, crew neck sweatshirts. I don't even know what that is. Long sleeve t-shirts, baseball t-shirts. I love a good three quarter baseball sleeve shirt. One of my favorite t-shirts I ever got was one of those, like, I don't know. Is that what you call it? Three quarter baseball t-shirt ringer. I don't know. Um, they have kids t-shirts, kids hoodies, kids long sleeve t-shirts. They have onesies for the babies. If you, who doesn't want <laughs> their baby to be wearing a single podcast theory onesie that would be cool uh they have masks um they have mugs what else they have pillows <laughs> you can get a pillow with my face on it my smiling face what i'm getting at is right now the way this store is set up they have pins they have totes what's a tote they have phone cases stickers uh magnets all this crap that you can if you guys want it let me know and I will update the store where, because right now all we have is T-shirts. But if I, you know, if you guys want masks or a coffee mug or a onesie uh, with our logo on it, I can do that. Just let me know, um, and I will go back in and like re-edit this site and and make that stuff available. Um, and I did want to. I thought it'd be cool. All you vinyl nerds, it, it, this is one thing they don't have is slip mats for record players. Um, I think the single podcast theory logo would look really fucking cool on a slip mat. So if anyone knows uh, where I could get some of those made, I was thinking that would be a cool product. And maybe it's just me because I'm I'm like a v- asshole vinyl nerd these days. But I think that would be cool and I don't know. I don't know. They don't make them on this website. They make all this other crap. Um, pillows. That that makes me laugh. Pillows, because it would be cool to have like the, you know, we had this um, this artwork sent in, where I'm in the back of the Lowe's truck, the loads truck. That would be kind of cool on a pillow <laughs> or a mask. Um, but yeah, guys, check out this website. Tell me what you think, or, you know, just get a shirt and leave it at that. Um. Anyway, what else? Patreon. We're on the Twitter. We're on. You know what though? I shouldn't even say that. We are on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. But here's the dirty little secret about all that. Brad Lyons like never goes on any of those except Instagram every once in a while. And I have recently kind of got off the social media train. Um, but you can still reach out. I will get. Um. I'll get notified that we have like messages and I'll definitely talk to anybody. Um, I'm on the Facebook messenger. So if you go on Facebook and like message me, I will, I will get it and write back. Um, but if you don't see us interacting on the socials, uh, don't take it personally. Just take it as I am somebody that feels real weird about social media these days and not for any in reason in particular but I'll tell you what I feel so much better not Facebook is the one Facebook was like the real bad one Twitter is just I don't even understand Twitter Facebook was like I'd get on there if you heard a couple years ago I got like in a fight with some lady's family over uh, corn dogs at Sonic <laughs> that sounds so ridiculous um But yeah, like you get into like political arguments. People just want to argue and bitch and complain over the stupidest things. And it's like, I don't want to be that person anymore. So I'm not, I just don't go on there that much. So anyway, but like, you know, no, uh, what do you call it? No offense. (laughs) Do I just offend all of you people that love the Facebook? I'm just not into it anymore. But um, if you want to reach out, reach out. Um, single podcast theory at gmail.com is the best way to get a hold of me, or you can call me on Messenger. 
um, audio because I've had some people do that. And it's, it's seriously, it's been really cool to just talk to some of you people. John James, new new friend. Um, I got to give him a shout out. He's he's helping me out, helping us out uh, with the show, and um, cannot thank him enough for helping out. And he, you heard him in the beginning of the episode. He tagged on a little intro. So thank you, John. And what else? How do we end the show? Um, is that everything? This show is probably you know probably really pretty pretty bad probably maybe hopefully not i hope you somebody maybe one person got something out of this um and but it's you know it's a little different it's just me doing the solo i've done this like once twice how many how many brad b radio episodes i know of i know i did one did i do two um i probably did like five and don't even remember Cause like I, you know what I did the other day? <laughs> so stupid. I Googled, I literally went to Google. I opened my phone, unlocked my phone with my thumbprint because I'm old school. I have like a hundred year old iPhone that doesn't, I don't have that face, face thing, face recognition. Cause that's how they get you, man. Um, but I unlocked my phone. I opened Safari, went to Google.com. And punched in. Are you ready for this? Is today Saturday? I could not remember what day it was. <laughs> so, and it was. It was Saturday. <laughs> so, um, I don't remember why I even brought that up. But I wish I could rewind like the show, like as I'm recording right now, to like try and remember what I was trying to say a minute ago. I think. I was telling everybody, thank you so much for listening. And I want to wish everybody, uh, me and Brad both, we want to wish everybody out there in SPT land a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. We are not done with the show. We will continue. Um, It just won't be every week like it has been for now. Um, But I really do love you guys and appreciate all the support from everybody and the messages we get and the emails that we get and just the fun comments and people messaging me and stuff. So thank you all. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate, please do not be offended if I only say Merry Christmas. Obviously, I mean it in the, the best of ways. Whatever you celebrate, Merry, Merry whatever you celebrate. That's what I'm saying. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. I know Hanukkah just ended, I think, a few days ago. Um... But yeah, it's, you know, it's this, this time of year. Happy, happy season. Happy winter. <laughs> Dig, you know what they say when you're digging a hole? Stop digging, right? Isn't that what they say? What's that saying? When you fi- oh, No, when you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. So I'm going to stop and just say thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. Um, I'm Brad B. Saying someday all our dreams will come to be. Maybe not in time for you and me, but someday at Christmas time. How about your drums are? <laughs> no cheap ones. Hey everybody, uh, this is Eddie from Pearl Jam. And Jeff? And me too. And Mike? And it's me, Mike. And I talk to you, but I fucking see. If I talk, I fuck up the song. So, sorry. <laughs> they cut us too. Every time he talks. <laughs> and Dave. Dave. Dave's here. Right. Dave's not here. And Dave is in the house. Dave is here. I am the cheap one dressed in a green prom dress. He's not a quiet professional. <laughs> He's the new not quiet. <laughs> party hitting one. I'm not the Grinch because I didn't have a drink. <laughs> anyway, we thought we'd all just wish you all a Merry Christmas and we're very happy right now because we're on tour with the Chili Peppers and that's them playing in the background. And, we're and Happy New Year. Songs. And God bless everyone. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> that was Mike. Tiny Tim now. <laughs> and this is Eddie saying that I am a rhinoceros and my skin is two feet thick. <laughs> So, we'll leave you with this song, and thank you again. Bye. See you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Woo. No cheap ones.